Hello, and welcome to Coffee Talk with Crystal. I am Crystal Grafton Combs, host of this podcast and international president of Alpha Omicron Pi Fraternity. Originally started in 2019, Coffee Talk is a personal project designed to connect with the women of Alpha Omicron Pi and our greater community of sisters and friends. Here, we will talk about life, leadership, sisterhood, and so much more. So thank you for listening, and now let's get to the next episode. Allison Algeyer, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I am so excited to have you here for many reasons, all of which we will get to. But let's start at the beginning, where we do with all of our guests of the pod. And please tell me your AOPI story. Well, I was initiated into the Epsilon Omega chapter at Eastern Kentucky University as part of their second new member class and became aware really quickly of the importance of well-chosen members. So I became recruitment chair and then chapter president. Um, A few years after graduating, I started volunteering um, in what was the new network structure at the time as a recruitment specialist, um, then became network director and began working on the executive board, focusing on new chapters. So that was an operational board back then. And I was responsible for chartering our new chapters and was happy to help start 10 of our chapters and then to install 27 chapters and initiate all of those charter members um, as international president. And then in 2019, I became international historian and absolutely loved this role, um, including being an ex officio member of RTNJ along with you. Okay, so let's go back just a little bit. There's a whole lot I didn't know. I didn't know you were a part of the second class for your chapter. That is amazing. And did not know that you were the equivalent of our VPMR now. That's wild. And yet, not surprised by any of these things. Tell me, as a reminder to all of us, because we know, of course, that you're a past international president, but what years did you serve, Allison? I served um, as international president from 2011 to 2015. And you did say that you installed 27 of our collegiate chapters. I did. And that, initiated all those wonderful women. That is unbelievable. And we owe you a debt of gratitude for our growth during that time. It was a really special time. Tell me, when we think back to our collegiate years, what mm-hmm. was among your favorite college experiences? Well, my favorite time my favorite memories, I guess, of my collegiate time both actually pertain to ritual. One um, was initiating my mom um, as an alum initiate when I was chapter president. And then also performing ritual when Barbara Hunt came to visit for Founders Day when she was international president. So she continues to be one of my special PIP friends. Um, Remembering back to that ritual back when I was in college was pretty special. Now, We all know our alumna experience encompasses many more years than our Mm -hmm. collegiate experience does. Tell me a little bit about your favorite experiences as an alumna. Well, we touched on the installations and the initiations and that was by far the best honor of being president, which was obviously a very special experience. But just in general, I would say volunteering with women from all across North America 
that I wouldn't have the opportunity to have otherwise met. Those friendships, you know, continue today and are really, um, really important people in my life. And, and I'm really happy to have had that opportunity to meet them and to volunteer together for what is now, not to age myself, but decades. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, friend. I feel you. So, Allison, you are now not only serving as a past international president and our international historian, and by virtue of that office, an ex officio member of RTNJ, but you agreed to serve as the chair of the capital campaign for our new archives museum, which Mm -hmm. is the cornerstone of our 125th anniversary celebration that we are wrapping up in the next few months. Tell me what inspired you to take on this new position as chair of this campaign. So after becoming historian, uh, Mary Ellen Sassine, who's our staff archivist and a wonderful partner, um, and I started brainstorming on how to improve our current museum space for it to be a more meaningful experience for our members. And yes, thank you to the executive board for making the new museum a central component of the 125th anniversary, and then also to the foundation uh, for contributing the first $100,000 towards the campaign. But I'm really passionate about this project and wanted to play a key role in ensuring that the museum cost would be paid 100% by donor dollars. Um, And I'm happy to say that that will be the case. Well, and for people who don't know exactly what that means when we say donor dollars as opposed to something else, it is basically that our collegiate women are not being charged additional fees to make this happen, that this is anyone who chooses to voluntarily give to our foundation in support of this project, correct? Correct. That's not a line item of anyone's budget, and um, no one is being asked um, specifically as a chapter or a chapter member or um, anyone. It is um, to date been alumni members who have um, amazingly engaged with this campaign to just be incredibly generous um, in support of this project. And I could just not be more thankful. 100%. So you mentioned Mary Ellen Sassine, who mm-hmm. is, of course, on our professional staff team at headquarters. And you all have really been the driving forces behind the development of this museum. And I did not understand when we first launched into this project everything that entailed, but it is everything from what the cases will look like to the text that is on you know any of the plaques to whether or not a drawer slides or a door opens as part of the development of this new museum what has been the most challenging part of the project i think uh, what you just described it's all 100 <laughs> percent all of the details you know it's not just determining the themes and the topics that'll be covered but it's the what was the best method of presenting every single artifact, every single word, every story, uh, what is the correct punctuation for every single sentence. <laughs> um, you know, it is it is every single absolute detail. And bless Mary Ellen for her work. You know, it's really been a labor of love for both of us, but most especially for her. I couldn't agree more. I'm having flashbacks of conversations that I've had with sisters in the past about whether or not to use an Oxford comma. So (laughs) I feel you. So what has been the most rewarding part of this project for you? 
seeing the designs come to life. Um, Madison put together that great short video that was shown at the launch about how things look now and what the new the new museum will look like when it's completed. And Meryl Ellen and I both cried. You know, just it became so real, and we're so excited about now the build and next steps and having everybody be able to experience it. So I think the most rewarding is yet to come when people um, actually get to come into the space and enjoy it. I couldn't agree more. It really is a remarkable video and watching it even come to life in sketches is Mm -hmm. just unbelievable what, what you see in just that one minute video. What do you think will be your favorite part of the new museum? I think all of the engaging and interactive components. The new museum has several listening stations to hear additional content. So it's just not reading what's written on the displays. There's songs to hear, a few videos to watch. There's iPads on the Tadragma wall so you can search prior issues. And then there's a recording studio for visitors to answer question prompts and and really to leave their mark. So there's lots of ways to really engage and interact throughout the different displays throughout the museum. For people who may be considering whether they want to support this particular project in the world of AOPI, what would you say to prompt our sisters to give for this at this particular time in our history? I think... You know, as AOPI's 125th anniversary, I think there's really no better way to honor our past than to safeguard our history for the future. And so I would just say, please donate today by going to the AOPI Foundation website. Absolutely. And, and I am more than happy to have any conversation with anyone on this topic. Feel free to reach out. You heard it here, sisters. Through this museum, of course, we are preserving our beautiful history while also preparing for the future. What is one piece of advice that you would offer our young AOPIs who are just beginning their AOPI experience? So it's a cliche, but I think 100% true that you get out of your AOPI experience what you put into it. And then I would also say to listen to those around you who see something in you, skills, talents, etc., um, that you might not yet have seen for yourself. Um, it really can be life-changing. That's really great advice. Now, are you ready for 20 questions? I'm ready. Okay. Do you prefer coffee or tea? Definitely coffee. Milk chocolate or dark? Dark chocolate. Your favorite holiday? Christmas. Shoes or purses? Definitely shoes. <laughs> Sunrise or sunset? Both. Both are beautiful. Your favorite season? Fall. I love football. Your favorite flavor of ice cream? Chocolate chip. What is something you notice about someone when you first meet them? Definitely their smile. Cats or dogs? Dogs. What is your biggest pet peeve? When people don't turn on their turn signal. Your favorite board game? Technically not board games, but I like um, Mexican Train, Yahtzee, Pigs and Jokers, Quick Sequence, lots of card games, but especially Euchre. Your first job? Um, During high school, I worked at a balloon and doll store and dressed up as a clown for children's birthday parties. 
Stop it. I did not know this. That's amazing. It was lots of fun. Okay. Do you like surprises? I do. What is one song you know all the words to? Oh, I have several. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody, Paradise by Dashboard Light, American Pie. Those come to mind. I'm impressed. Do you like your handwriting? No. Allison, we are now in the last year of the biennium, which means that all roads lead to convention. Where was your first AOPI convention? Appropriately, because we're headed back there, it was in Dallas, Texas in 1991 as chapter president. What is one thing you cannot travel without? Earplugs, because I'm an awful sleeper. Window or aisle seat? Definitely aisle. Your favorite of our brand colors? The cardinal red, although I also like the ambition pink. And last but not least, what is your favorite convention tradition? My favorite part of convention is candle lighting and rituals by far. Allison, thank you so much for taking time to talk with me today. And as always, for everyone out there listening, thank you. Until next time, stay safe and be well. Mm-hmm.